This is a Lit Match production. Ooh, ah, that's hot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chris and Sal. And Sal and Chris Show. Where we answer the questions of the universe so you don't have to. With your hosts, Sal. And Chris. Nice. Um... Um, so are we going to talk about what happened last week? I thought we said we were never going to talk about that. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, fine. But I thought we said we were never going to talk about what happened last week. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay. Forget last week. This is a PG show, okay? (laughs) It's not, but... (laughs) It's certainly not. But for this episode, it could be. Uh, And none of our episodes have not been explicit. It's true. I mean, it's, it's not even because we curse i feel like just like our our beings are just like they're not for the not they're not for children no 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 i agree i agree so two weeks ago was a bit of a doozy yeah oh wait we, we really are going to talk about what happened two weeks ago well that's just the fact that we didn't have an episode oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah right, right, right i think i there's an there's an elephant in the room right now we got to address it there is a bit of an elephant in the room you're right uh, we do have to bring a dress on it. We have to put a dress on the elephant. <laughs> put and, a dress on uh, the elephant. Okay. <laughs> we got a polka dot dress. Um, yeah. So we didn't we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, I I think we can all take the blame for it, but I will take the blame for it because I didn't edit and I just lost track of time. Okay. Because listen, listen, you may not know this, but I'm a real human being. Okay, with real issues and real life things with real human problems okay (laughs) yeah okay i have things going on and you know the day before an episode's supposed to come out and your girlfriend says hey don't you have an episode this week and i say no that's next week (laughs) and then she pulls up the calendar and happens to be tomorrow you freak out a little bit okay you freak out (laughs) you poop your pants a little bit okay just a little bit okay (laughs) yeah you poop and you decide that you're gonna push off the episode it's okay it happens we're human you know um yeah but also, I want to say that uh, Chris has been going through a lot because he's been hunting. He's been on the hunt. I'm on the hunt. For apartments in New York City. Can I tell you something super, super embarrassing? What? I don't think I've ever said this out loud before. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Can the listeners find out? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Great. I'm gonna okay. <laughs> it's time for me to open up about this. I mean, here's the thing, that it was on the internet, but... Like, I tried to erase it so no one can see it. Um, my first, when I got a, a MySpace, I made a MySpace. It was like my first bit of social media. I remember my first. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my, my first uh, MySpace name was Chris is on the prowl. <laughs> and my mom didn't want me to use a, a picture of me. But she didn't want, you know, it was still new. So I put like a picture of like a tiger. <laughs> that was me. You were the original Tiger King? Yeah, I was the original oh Tiger God. King. Oh my God. Wow. That's the that's yeah. face of it. <laughs> Remember MySpace? Have we talked about this enough? Not us, but I mean the world. Has we for- have we forgotten MySpace? No, I definitely think that we the world has talked about MySpace at nauseum. But. You want to know something even crazier? Were you a king as well? Um, I guess. What? To say it. Just say it. I, I don't know. I actually didn't have a MySpace. You never had a MySpace? I never had a MySpace. 
My MySpace, my MySpace cherry has never been popped. I think is MySpace still a thing. I know. I mean, I kind of don't want to make it. one. <laughs> Maybe it's time to make one. MySpace.com. What is this? What is this? The best in music and culture all in one place? Revisiting old websites. This is not MySpace. Whoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing websites that we're talking about, right? If we're talking about this subject, about amazing websites, which we totally planned on from the beginning. Right, right, right. This is all part of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is all part of it. <laughs> this is the script, right? <laughs> so one amazing website that I really do miss was like video games, online games, as well as mini clip. Mini clip. I played that one a lot. Mini, I mean, mi wait, mini clip, right? Mini, mini clip, clip. Yeah, mini clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny little clips of movies. Yeah. That was like where I first started seeing uh, animated videos, like stupid animated videos too. E-bombs world was a big one for animated videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, Newgrounds. Yeah. Oh yes. That got, yes. That got a little dirtier, but oh uh, my god, that was really fun too. Yeah, there were there's some wild websites back then. It really was a wild west back then. I, I'm trying to remember what other game websites I went on. I loved. All right, so CandyStand.com was essentially um, online flash player games. Yeah. Run by candy game, like candy brands. So like you had lifesavers. Oh really? And you had Oreos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's on anymore, but like essentially every candy had its own like kind of little mini game. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, AddictingGames.com. Wow, I love that one. And there was another uh, website I can't find, but it was like it was like Stickman Games, something like that. I remember when everybody was all. Did you? Did you? You definitely experienced it too. That that maze game where like you had to pay attention at the very end, last stage for like to get to the red square, and you were this blue cube, and when you were like so close to the screen that like thick that the what's it called? It pops out. The Exorcist goes, girl. Ah! Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we did oh that a lot. That God. was so good. That was great. I think that's an excellent segue, Sal. I know you planned it. That's an I excellent know. segue into this week's episode because we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween stuffs. We are. We are. It's spoopy time. It's spoopy season. It's spoop time. I just spooped myself. I love it. Spoop yourself over and over again. Um, This season, I feel like this Halloween season's going to be a little different. It is. Because nobody should be trick-or-treating. <laughs> it's it's going to be a different Halloween, a different spoopy month this it month. It is. I, see, I'm, I kind of feel sad because trick-or-treating was always like the cornerstone of your youth, you know? Like you always looked mm -hmm. forward to that. And now it's like you really can't, you shouldn't at least go out. And I don't even know if you can participate in like reaching for candy kind of stuff like how are you going to make that safe now you know well I, i've been trying to think about this too because i think if we're we are a social platform we should give maybe some advice or just our thoughts on the matter because you know what like yeah. kind of like what you said unfortunately there may be some people who still decide to trick-or-treat you know just because that's this that's the world we live in so if you're going to do it, how are you going to make it safe? I feel like one thing that you could do, which my mom has been doing for years uh, because uh, kids can be annoying, <laughs> is um, just leave a bowl out. Leave a bowl out with, with candy. That's what I'm saying. And say, like, take one, and then one kid's going to take it all, right? Yeah. And then... Uh, Put a sign on your door, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then say, out of candy, sorry. That's it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, see, I was thinking about that, too, because I was like, you know what? There is no safe way to go around about this because 
Say you leave the bowl of candy out, right? And you leave a sign that says, please only take one. Eventually, there is going to be that teenager, whoever that comes around and like takes the entire bowl. And it's like, okay, cool. Because you just ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Which I hated those kids. Like, I, oh, those were the worst. Yeah. You, you abide by the rules here, okay? The sacred rules of Halloween. This is what you should do if this happens. So you should have a like a front door cam, right? So you can watch who's picking up the candy. <laughs> you see that one kid take all the candy. That is your target. But see, they, they always run. That's the thing. That's what, yeah, listen, as soon as that happens, you, that you follow them. You don't, they don't know. They don't know. But you follow them. You find out. You get in your, you get, you get in your car. Okay. You get in your car. <laughs> you, you find out where they live. <laughs> and then you go back to your house and you make a little paper thing and, and say, this kid stole my candy. Go steal it back. And that is the trick. Oh they my get God. tricked on. So it's like you're hiring a bunch of pickpocketers to go and pickpocket this kid's candy? or And you're paying for it by the candy that they're going to take for themselves. I guess yeah. that, that does make sense. I mean, it's justice. You know what? Yes. We need a Batman this Halloween season. We need a bat. The Batman of Halloween. Where is he, okay? Like, yeah. mass vigil. And that's the perfect Hollow time Man. to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> literally just hollowed inside wow okay yeah that's not creepy at all no <laughs> imagine okay but actually imagine if there was a villain where it's just skin skin man <laughs> skin ma- that's essentially hollow man like you know yeah yeah i mean that'd yeah. be really disgusting i feel like you need Ugh. see see now these days you're not a super villain or a superhero unless you have a really intricate backstory yeah so you can't just be Skin Man. What's your deal? Why are you Skin Man? Who exactly. made you Skin Man? Yeah. We, we need that origin story of how they became Skin Man. Yeah. You were, you were, uh, you scraped your knee and you were given a radioactive band-aid and now you're Skin Man. <laughs> I do want to, okay, but this, this does make me think of like sitting in, in a conversation where the new horror movies are being made, you know, cause it's like the new horror genres that are coming out. There are some actually great uh, scary movies being made. Scary shows in general. And I was never into scary shows. Okay. All right. Last best scary movie that you saw. That you were like, oh my God, this is a good movie. Like, wow. Uh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not. I don't think I saw that one. It was kind of, I don't want to say it was under the radar because it definitely got promotional material, but it didn't look amazing. But watching it was actually really good. It is um i forgot the girl's name something weaving uh so she's like kind of new to the oh, film world yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. the bride and yeah. they're gonna all their parents are gonna find her and kill her or something like that yeah i i remember this movie now yes it, it it's see the i think good horror movies these days are a mix of horror and comedy yeah a little bit and that had a bit of humor in it that like kind of gets you through because you don't want a film that is all horror to the point of like making you uncomfortable there's a level of uncomfortability that like makes you just want to stop watching and like walk away you know what i mean yeah yeah i've had that where i'm just like okay that's that's but that's see that's what i'm saying for me all right so the last scary movie that i saw right was the type that i just like it just made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like that that's what it was it wasn't so much that it was scary because i'm like oh my god like i am terrified of this uh, cause I feel like that's more of in the concept of it. And like, 
understanding the psychology that see psychological thrillers yes those yes. are scary now that's real horror but this movie the uh the terrifier right i don't know if you guys have seen it the terrifier never heard of it it's it's really weird it's of like this guy in like a white clown face mask kind of thing and he's got like he wears a tiny black hat really weird he's it's very gory too but it wasn't so much the goriness of it that like got to me it was just like what he does like the you know in the movie i, I just felt uncomfortable with it so again not scary just weird mm-hmm. kind of like i don't want to say human centipede weird because that was just a different level of weird that's not horror that's just gross yeah um but definitely leaning towards that realm where it's like more disgusting but in terms of psychological horrors i think that uh that's you know then that's another almost in the same world of uncomfortableness but it's on the other side of that coin but a good horror film these days has a point of relevance in the world today right yes and that makes me immediately think of any work any recent work by Jordan Peele. Yeah, yes, like yeah. All of his scary movies, like they touch on, they touch on race, they touch on the system, you know. Yeah. And so, and it's also scary at the same time. Yeah. I Get agree. out, fantastic movie. And I feel like the other things that weren't so much horror, but like I guess you could label them as horror. And I miss these so much. But Black Mirror, like you make more of those. They need to make so many more of those. And I feel like there's good stories that have yet to be made that. I feel like there's more to be said within the Black Mirror realm, you know? Mm -hmm. And I like that it was an anthology and not um, a continued story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I like that too. I like that too. That it's like every one of them, it's its own unique thing. Even though they're all within the same universe, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Something else, because I I touched on Jordan Peele, it kind of... It works right now that we're talking about scary, horror, spooky stuff, even though this is not just a show for this month. But I started watching, Marianne and I started watching Lovecraft Country. And, you know, it wasn't, I, I remember seeing ads for it and I wasn't immediately interested in it. But we were on HBO Max. We're like, let's watch it. And man, it is so good. Executive produced by Jordan Peele. Of course. Deals, it doesn't only deal with race. Although it's a big part of it, but it I mean and it, it really dives deep into racial history, but it deals also with uh, sexual identity, gender identity. Um, it deals with other people who have been um, oppressed throughout our American history. I really like this how they're representing everyone nowadays in film and TV. I really do like it where it, when it's more like normalizing you know different sexualities and different genders but not as mm-hmm. a joke i'm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely excited to see more of these shows that are inclusive but also don't stick to that you know sappy oh high school horror kind of you know stuff like give me news mm-hmm. give me give me exciting things that haven't been done yet you know but can we talk about one more show that everybody has to watch before the end of october Oh, I think oh. you know what it is. Oh, I definitely know what it is. Your homework, listeners, is to watch, if you haven't already, or if you also watch it already, you must rewatch Over, Over the, Garden the Garden Wall. Wall. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Big time, yes. It's so good across multiple avenues, but also it's short, so you have no reason exactly. not to. It's one season long. Like, this is yeah. 
and, and I kind of, I'm torn about that. And two, like, you know, because one, it's really good. You love the animation. You love the style. It's like watercolored backgrounds with an mm-hmm. animated front. So they mm-hmm. don't make shows like that anymore. Everything seems to be so digitized. And even though it was kind of created digitally. Um, the influence is, yeah. is dif- definitely different. And you see it so clearly. You see it, the roots of it so clearly. I, I really appreciate when a show decides to, and I'm talking about a show in terms of, I guess, like a TV show, a Netflix show, uh, not a movie. Uh, or actually, you know, even movies at some points. <laughs> I appreciate when a show decides to leave on its own accord. You know, like, I, I finished, this is the end of the story, like, Over the Garden Wall, they knew they were going to do one season. People wanted two seasons. Yeah, more. It's just one season. Yep. You know? There's nobody being like, we'll give you more money. And then it's like all about, you know, it's just kind of a cop out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the if, right reason. That's the thing. If they were to come back, if the creators of that show were to come back, they would think of it something different. Yeah. And that's, that's something that's powerful. To not sell out to people once your show blows up and still stick to that one show. Because then it runs the risk of it being pulled in so many directions that it it starts to become something that it wasn't, you know? Yeah. Who is the who is the story responsible to now? You know, exactly. is it to the audience or is it to the shareholders? And I feel like, honestly, for what it's worth, I respect the creators of that show so much because of, like, exactly what you said. Because it really does take power for you not to revive a show once it's been released. And normally, I feel like now more than ever, when something is released, it doesn't necessarily gain the proper traction right away. It, it takes like a couple of years and then out of nowhere it blows up, you know? I mean, like some examples would be like Avatar The Last Airbender. When it hit Netflix again, like it blew up. Maybe it was because like we're all in lockdown or whatever, but it definitely blew up, right? There was mm-hmm. also um, Game of Thrones when it picked up. Like when it first started, barely anybody watched it on HBO. And over yeah, time. And then it really gained traction. Exactly. That's like a heavy hitting show. Um yeah. But there's also the fact that there is so much content out there that it's really hard to gain a foothold yeah. uh, or, or you lose it very quickly. I was just reminded, I think I was, um, I don't know, on Instagram that uh, about Fall Guys, you know, like Fall Guys was a super huge uh, phenomenon. Like everybody was playing it. Everybody was streaming it. Uh, all the memes that were coming out. Yeah. Um, and then... Like, I mean, I bought it too, but like, I don't know anybody who plays it anymore. I don't really see it in culture anymore. Yeah, I think Among yeah. Us kind of like took Among over Us that. Among Us is the big thing now. Yeah. yeah, that that swept in and boom. But it's very addicting. I'm seeing a lot of, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of memes or, or comics, uh, comic strips about Among Us, but it's about like, like Red is asking Blue to take care of their son. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you know, like the because black is gonna kill, kill them right, and yeah. they're like preparing to die <laughs> yep i remember it's these. so silly there's so oh but the i feel like the fan art that they made for among us they really went hard on this and like if you look at the actual you know artwork for the actual game it's just tune style yeah and for them to take that and make like actual personas of it and turn it human uh that's wild you know and kudos to the artists that all work so hard on all of those artwork pieces mm-hmm. you can tell that they were just trying to put something fun together yeah yeah that they really did have fun doing it too yeah yeah i feel like that's something that really needs to make a comeback too is like fun 
more have enough fun these days well fun but also i feel like the arts in a sense you know go on i'm saying that in regards to more billionaires sponsoring a lot more individual artists uh-huh because i feel like billionaires all sponsor like moma and met renowned artists and not so much like the people that are just starting out and like trying to make it you know yeah well it all comes down to i think it all comes down to what's already in the people's awareness so what's going to give them more recognition there's a lot of politics at play with that i'm sure you know but there's that one artist on instagram that uh does these like watercolor ask you know like the tiny little caricature paintings uh everybody should follow this tell um, me the information i don't know if i follow um, you definitely follow it you follow it because i reposted it felicia chow yeah you must follow felicia chow if you don't already i'd repost her on my story like at least once a week because her work is just so soft and like yeah it's it's welcoming you know it reminds you of home for some reason it's a lot of warm tones but also like studio ghibli-esque you know so i i enjoy this so much and i think like see it's artists like her because i'm sure there's multiple artists out there that just have their own unique style and it's really only to them like nobody else has similar style as her with her caricature and her you know way of drawing it's just her style yeah i'm getting lost in it right now i feel like i wish i would see more of these in museums you know and not just on instagram because you walk into moma and you're like yes do you think it would do well in museums like maybe is that the right avenue for it but that's what i'm saying where would you where would you showcase these apart from galleries but like more like permanent exhibitions you know for some of these because i feel like there should be museums out there that keep a permanent collection of like you know maybe that's a new thing maybe maybe there should be an instagram artist's museum (laughs) yeah where it's just like top artists of instagram like put up a piece of artwork in there you know that would be pretty that's pretty cool you could definitely do exhibitions with that yeah (laughs) oh my god can we do this that'd be so much fun let's do it we're gonna do this all right 2022 we're coming for you gonna do (laughs) yeah oh i like this how about a little spooky question for you i got some spooky ones lined up yeah let's do it okay fire them up okay throw them out okay see what's up would you these kind of suck would you rather (laughs) (laughs) would you these kind of (laughs) suck would you rather meet a vampire or a werewolf oh i mm, i would much rather meet a werewolf because it's just a full moon you gotta worry about and the vampire it's every night yeah but i feel like when you meet a werewolf you're meeting them in their wolf form in their werewolf form Oh, you have to meet them in their werewolf form. Uh, I mean, it's saying meet a werewolf, not like meet the dude who becomes a werewolf. I'd much rather meet the dude who becomes a werewolf. Would you rather meet a vampire or Todd, who will be a werewolf? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Todd. Todd's great. We go out for drinks every other weekend. I feel like I might want to meet a vampire because, you know, vampires are pretty suave, right? At least what we've learned of them. Like, they're pretty sweet. Yeah flirt with me a bit vampire you know oh wait wait wait. okay all right mm, my thoughts are i'm thinking i'm thinking now my thoughts are kind of you know going in motions and actually maybe i would want to meet a vampire too because okay i would want to meet a werewolf depends 
are they going to kill me? Like, is either one going to kill me, yes or no? I feel like in both scenarios, you may die. Okay, yeah. so I'd much rather take my chances with a vampire. Because at least a vampire can, you know, uh, put me under uh, hypnosis. So I won't, like, you know, I won't have control or fear over me. I will remain calm and have the blood sucked out of me. That's fine. Yeah, and maybe it's just like, a, maybe it's a sweet bite, you know, like a very nice, let me just get right in there. Where yeah. with a werewolf, you know you're getting ripped Mauled, up. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're no, getting mauled, no. my friend. You know, that's that's what it is. <laughs> All right, here's, here's another dumb one. Can you tell me your favorite Halloween costume? Oh, wait, wait, but, but before we dive into that, before we, could I just segue into a quick thing? Do it. Something that I realized the other day is that you will never your your kids or future generations will never know what it's like to sit in a car and value a song anymore because i don't think that's true no no i mean like value a song in the sense that we did because we had to it's not because we wanted to (laughs) so when we got like mp3s and stuff or like you know music playing devices that we could block whatever our parents were playing on the radio because we were like, I am sick of these CDs. Please let me just listen to my own music. Mm-hmm. You were playing like, you know, uh, I don't know, Usher like over on repeat because it was like the last song from LimeWire that you downloaded. And yeah, you know, it's titanium. That, exactly. Like, and it was songs like that that would just keep on going on repeat because not because you wanted to, but because I came to dance <laughs> <laughs> because you had to because those were the only songs you had available to you but nowadays yeah. like I, I was driving around with my little cousins and i was playing my tunes like, on spotify and i look back and my little cousin had his headphones into his own ipod and i was like oh cool i wanted to show you some cool music but never mind he is you now exactly you are your, you are your parents exactly and i'm kind of like <laughs> you know what but I respect that because it's like you're finding yeah. your own way into your own music. And I I enjoy the fact that you have the liberty to choose more music at yeah. an earlier age than I ever did. LimeWire wanted the world of Spotify. LimeWire opened the door. LimeWire LimeWire crawled so Spotify could run. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. <laughs> pause, pause. Wait, no, no, no. That's actually wrong because it's LimeWire crawled. Uh, No, not even. LimeWire drowned, okay? What? LimeWire drowned. Yeah, LimeWire drowned. Uh, SoundCloud crawled. And Spotify ran. No, no, no. I think SoundCloud is a different game. Yeah? SoundCloud is about, like, jumping or something. And we're talking about about walking, running, okay? All right, let's do that. Let's do that over again. So, (laughs) LimeWire crawled so Spotify could run. That's it, then. Because SoundCloud... SoundCloud jumped. And SoundCloud was jumping the whole yeah. way. <laughs> and then <laughs> because SoundCloud is like a is, is a different thing, right? Like you make your own music. And it's uploading you can... your own stuff, yeah. But it's also like yeah. you could also listen to a couple of it's like the modern LimeWire where illegal versions of it are put on there and like kind of remix a little bit or, you know, auto-tuned a little bit. Um yeah. but uh pandora and all those other radio stations kind of just sat by on the sidelines to watch they kind of applauded they tried to get in i don't i don't know how sound how spotify did it because they just let all the music out they, they, they were literally radio i remember that in the beginning it was um listen to like a radio version they were very much like pandora and then at one point they switched and they're like you know what listen to whatever you want like but it was limited in terms of what music it offered but not anymore 
Yeah, now it's like the world is your like oyster, you know? Yeah. But the one thing I don't appreciate is Apple Music trying to like really crash with Spotify. Because Apple, you had your chance, okay? And you just caught on to this way late. And I will always stay loyal to Spotify for that reason. Exactly. Even though I get Apple Music free with my Verizon bill. Hell but no. <laughs> I don't use it. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't need this. I, I'm going for Spotify. I'm sorry. But isn't that kind of the same thing with podcasts, though? What do you mean? On the other side? Cause, oh, cause you mean Apple, Apple? Apple made podcasts. I yeah, think. but I never listened to podcasts until Spotify came along with them. I'm being That's honest. True. Like, I... I saw that purple podcast button from on my phone, and I was like, "What is that?" I'm like, Get "Not gonna <laughs> delete that." Wait, Spotify <laughs> has podcasts? Oh, let me listen to that. <laughs> What's in that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was that was so me. So me. All right. Wait. In terms of costume, though, right? Going going to this well, question. Let me ask that question again. All right. What was your favorite Halloween costume? My favorite Halloween costume, hands down was being Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's nice. Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars uh, 1. The, oh, wow. Oh, the first one. Uh, Phantom Menace? <laughs> I was about to say The Force Awakens, and I'm like, that is not the first one. <laughs> Don't you, is yeah. that even really a Star Wars movie? That's not even, I'm trying to erase that from my mind, you know? Yeah, um, please. Okay, but yes, exactly. Phantom Menace, where you see a young Ben Kenobi. I... I loved being him for Halloween so much Damn. because I had the so, tiny little uh, Jedi braid. rat tail? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little rat tail. But I didn't know it as a rat tail. I knew it as a Jedi braid. I knew so Jedi many braid. kids who got, who got those tails. But it was just, it was, thank God it died out. Yeah. Oh, man. It, it also needed to just be Bring slated. that back. Oh, man. Like, that, those were the days. Because I remember that Halloween, I went from door to door swinging my lightsaber around like it was nobody's business and i definitely whacked a kid candy yeah i i straight up mugged a kid and i was like don't make me kill you i will turn sith for this candy i will force choke your ass (laughs) (laughs) unless you're into that (laughs) no and then um (laughs) what was yours i was gonna say i don't really i don't really remember too many of my costumes although i remember one year where my mom made my costume and i was like like a uh, like a like a, like a marionette puppet. Oh, but she made cool. it, and it was that was pretty cool. Um, I mostly remember the years where, like, I was older and like not actually trick or treating, but like going to Halloween parties. I remember oh, those okay. costumes. You you were a part of the cool kids club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you I know. had exclusive <laughs> VIP pass to those. Yeah, so. not um, dig. It's all right. So so I remember. I went to one party as Charlie Chaplin, which I thought was pretty cool. I like made that costume myself. Oh, I remember Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was a great Halloween. I, me- I remember going as Peter Parker uh, oh. recently to like a college part when I was in college, and I was like, "This feels right. This is me." That's pretty cool. I am Peter Parker. Yeah. And you know, and I was really mad when they made the new Spider-Man movie, and they didn't ask me. Uh, they got like some Tom Holland baby boy oh, to do it so that was should have been chris rude. ritchie you know but it's cool exactly that was what i was saying I, i'm sure they're gonna remake it again so you'll, you'll have your chance yeah <laughs> how many yeah how many spider-mans should there be you know until chris becomes spider-man yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a good question but one of my favorites i don't know if you want to talk about it one of my favorites was when we went to that halloween party oh as, <laughs> as uh 
pot dealers <laughs> pot and coke, coke dealers. dealers yes i remember that yeah we got busted by narcs yeah we went to, <laughs> can, can we talk about this yeah yeah why not I, i'm good with it we went to a halloween party we were probably in our last few years of high school i think yeah. right it's junior yeah. senior year and we went to this halloween party for uh, at this uh a house um with people that we did theater with yeah and so we decided to we didn't really prepare very well so we decided to go as uh pot dealers and and coke dealers so i think i was yeah i was the coke dealer and you were the pot dealer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and we walked around with our bags like our book bags yeah yeah so so we bought a bunch of coke cans and put it in my backpack and we got a, but tiny they were really tiny yeah and then we got sal like a pot from his house yeah and we were just walking around this place and we were telling people like oh hey like we got some we got some coke yeah, you, you know want a little coke. Are, are you sit? or they're like no no man no 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 it's <laughs> not that kind of party here yeah <laughs> this is a high school party i don't know no, there were there were a couple people that were like oh my god like i I guess you could try a little. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Or, or they were like, "No, no, no." We're like, "What about like, just, what about a little pot?" And like, we're like, oh, okay. So <laughs> we like, we like walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We take them to like a secluded place. Yeah, and and then we took out the little pot, and they're like, "Oh, you guys, I hate you." <laughs> I remember that. That was good. Yeah, that was nice. That was fun. Segwaying into this scary moments in your life. Okay. Okay. Horrifying death, scary moments. Yeah, I I um I remember one specific moment that has traumatized me. Or what happened? Uh, I was at a amusement park, and you know with oh all my the God. roller coasters and stuff. And I turned around and I did not see my mom, uh, or I don't know if we were with my mom or my dad or like some friends, or whatever. But whoever the par- parental figure was, I could not find them. And I remember just like spinning around in circles, like oh, <laughs> what happened? Someone find me! And then oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah yeah that's how it was and then like literally like five seconds later although it felt like an eternity but like five seconds later they're like i'm, r- I'm right here i'm right here <laughs> they're right like, next to you holding your hand far. <laughs> yeah, i think maybe i was dramatic uh i don't know what was going on with me at that time oh dude <laughs> that's horrifying that was scary yeah i've also i i did a bit of ghost hunting in my college years so we went that. to like some like spooky haunted houses that is wild did you did you did you actually interact with anything? We think we did, and I think that's the thing you have to remember. We were also a little high. But <laughs> no, we were not. We were not. That was that was real. It's just it's you know it's just really hard to tell, right? With all these like ghost hunting things, you're like, oh, like if they turn on the light, you they that means they're there. But also you have to leave it like really close to on off. You know, if it's like a twisting thing. So that because you know they don't have that much energy, so then it could be like, did did the wind do it? You know, the only thing that I really think in terms of like the haunted things is BuzzFeed Unsolved, where they kind of got like shadows in the camera. That looked a little bit suspicious to me because I'm like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, that, yeah, and they're, they're like, oh, like that. like that that little fuzzball that goes past the camera. That's a that's a spirit. Yeah, you know? sometimes I wonder. I'm not, you know, I'm not fully on board, but I can. I'm a little stitious on it. Yeah, I'm a little stitious. You know. Um, I think I got lost a lot as a child, actually. I'm still lost. But (laughs) as a kid, I would always get lost in stores. And I feel like I made a really bad habit of it. Not that I intended to. I swear. All right. This one time, this is how easy it was for me to get lost as a kid. 
we walked into jc penny at the Staten island mall right when it was a thing mm-hmm. and uh i remember just looking down at the tiles and i was like oh this is a really nice pattern i look up and my mom is gone and i'm like what what <laughs> as i'm trying to look for her through the racks because you were too short to look above the clothing racks you know i could not even remember what my mom was wearing so it would be like is my mom wearing blue jeans if so what kind what color blue jeans was she wearing are they dark blue today or are they light blue <laughs> and i was just like well you know what i'm just gonna go turn myself in and my sister turns out like i'd find this out much later but <laughs> my, my sister would actually be talking to my mom and she'd be like hey i think we lost sal again And my mom would be like, well, that's his fault. He came tagging along with me. I should not be following him. So he should be following the group. And if he got lost, now I'm going to have to just pick him up after I'm done with my shopping. So I would be sitting at the, you know. He will learn. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And I would be sitting alone at the waiting area where it's like lost children, you know. And I'd just be so sad (laughs) sitting there. I'd just be like, I have no mother. I am on my own now. <laughs> this, this is what it this feels is like. Now. <laughs> yeah. I must fend for myself in nature now. <laughs> and it was just such a... I hated doing that. It was one of the worst feelings ever. Second in line into that worst feeling would probably be um, when your mom made you wait online and she wasn't making it in time and you were up next. Your anxiety kicks, kicks up to like uh, ungodly oh, amount. That, yeah. yeah, that is not cool. And I feel like that goes into the discomfort pile as well. That should never happen to it. Never do that to a child. I feel like there needs to be a commercial on that. It's like <laughs> millions of kids across America today have suffered from anxiety. Are for their parents in love. <laughs> and that should not be a thing. Please don't have kids just to wait. Use them to wait in line. That is not what we're there for. Yeah. You know? That's not what they're oh, for. Oh, man. Um, I, want to, I want to get into audience questions because we, we got to start. Uh, wrapping up. this up okay. but i wanted to just because you know this is supposed to be a halloween kind of themed episode um i found some i wanted to do some spooky stories Ooh. but then i'm like spooky stories will take too long yeah but luckily i found this on pinterest these two sentence spooky stories okay so they're a bunch of like two sentence stories and um gosh they're really good um let me give you a few of them all right let's hear them Growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sound of scratching at my door while I sleep. Now that I live alone, it's much more unsettling. Okay, yeah, that kind of gave you a little bit of a shiver. I, I, Just a little, little bit. bit. I feel like a there's little, not enough yeah. room to make a good story in these two sentences, so some of them just come off like really cliche. Like, yeah. listen to this. In all the time that I've lived alone in this house, I swear to God I've closed more doors than I've opened. Okay, same. It's also like a bit of like existential. Like yeah, sadness. I know. <laughs> that gives me more depression vibes. So same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost me, far uh... more opportunities than I've ever made. Okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> How's that for scary? She asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. I said, it's my asthma. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a really fun one. Oh, let me see here. I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. These almost sound like the beginning of of TV shows. Yeah, you're probably wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) And that was the moment he knew he fucked up. I never go to sleep, but I keep waking up. What? What? 
What is it? Two sentences, man. I'm confused by that one, though. I never go to sleep, but I keep waking up. Does that mean you're having, like, a spiritual awakening so many times? Like... I don't know. This one is actually maybe a bit scary. The last thing I... I'm going to try to read it in a more scarier voice, I guess. Try to really give it some... The last thing I saw. (laughs) (laughs) The last... The last last (laughs) thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07 before she pushed her long, rotting nails through my chest, her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, which is a weird thing to say. I sat upright, relieved it was only a dream, but as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creak open. It was my cat. It was my cat the whole time. So, like, I guess that's a bit scary because, like, oh, time is going back and it's going to happen over and over again. Okay, okay. So they tried there. But if you're bad at math or reading time, you you kind of miss that. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing like the laughter of a baby unless it's 1 a.m. and you're home alone. (laughs) See, but for these a lot of much these, better as jokes. For a lot of these, yeah, I'm just thinking like, oh, it's probably the neighbors downstairs. Just, you know, like, cause oh, wait, wait, wait. No, actually, I, I like this one. Okay. Uh, I began tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. All right, yeah, see, that's a good starter. You got two kids now. That's the scary part. <laughs> that's another mouth oh, to feed. Oh, man. Me. All right. That is double the scariness right there. Yeah. So I hope you got a little spook from that. Those are good. Those are pretty good. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about audience stuff. So we had a couple of uh, questionnaires up on, uh, you know, up on the gram this past week. Up on the Grammy-oni. Yeah. And we had a... Uh, well, the first was actually, which school subjects do you associate with which season? That was a really, really hard one. It was. It did not make much sense in my brain. At first, yeah. I, I, I kind of, it takes time to process it and really think it through. Because then you're like, hmm, how can this work? Because it's like saying which number is which color, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I, c- I could associate it with something, but I have to try. it's really going to take a lot of work. That's what to... I'm saying. Exactly. Well, I think yeah. I thank Kami for, for coming up with this question. Thanks. Thanks, Kami. <laughs> so Kami came up with it, and I was like, wow, this is actually very intriguing. Um, so I liked it, and I think for the majority of it, most people said that winter is math. Yeah. Because, like, math is death, and winter is death, you know? Is that why? That's how I, I, I put winter math, and that's kind of what I thought. I guess. I, I, I was thinking winter math because you always hear about how freezing cold it is, and you're always like, oh, like, what temperature is it outside? But also in the summer. But I felt like summer you associate with summer reading more. I put summer English too. Yeah. yeah wow. Okay. Yeah. Most, I think most people, from what I yeah, most tell, people did people put did most people did put summer as English. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, I think that was the other thing. Then I guess autumn and spring were kind of a mix because some people said spring was social studies and autumn was science or math or, yeah, science. I think I put down, what did I put down? I put down autumn science because 
I don't know, I think of like the changing of this, like it's such an interesting changing of seasons. You see the leaves change. You're like, oh, I wonder what the science is behind that. Yeah. And then I was like spraying what's left. Social studies, there it is. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I thought autumn because Thanksgiving, you know? Oh, autumn for history? Yeah, yeah. That's why. Because I was like more historical mm. events, I guess, or I don't know. So I thought it was a pretty neat. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun little brain teaser. And then we had uh, another question from Fitz. So shout out to Chris Fitz. We love you. Oh hey Fitz. Um, and I beat him in golf. Did he tell you that? Oh, finally somebody showed him. Yeah, he doesn't want the world to know that, so I'm gonna. <laughs> the world now knows. <laughs> um, but he did ask us, uh, what is the best Halloween candy? And believe it or not, we've got a couple of. We've got a wide variety. It didn't seem like there was a consensus on that. Yeah, I I think it was a little bit of an all around. Um, Mm -hmm. And, okay, so we had Laffy Taffy by Sammy. Mm -hmm. We had Milky Ways by Sarah. Mm -hmm. Mary Helen said, uh, okay, she said candy corn is bomb, Um, which is a bit controversial, you know? I I never liked candy corn. Me neither. That's the thing. Like, and, uh, like, yeah, candy corn within itself was just like, if, why is this a candy? Like, who made this? But you know what? If it's Mary Helen's favorite candy, that's all the more candy corn for her. Yeah, she can have all of it. Exactly. I said crunch bars because crunch bars are so good. Uh, you said Jolly Ranchers or Blow Pops. Yes. See, and let me explain. Yeah. Yeah, you should. I think a good Halloween candy is like something that you can just like, like, like a small little thing that you can just like grab and go like you can grab a handful i think jolly ranchers is a really good like handful kind of thing and it's sweet you know it's not clunky chocolatey like melty you know yeah but with blow pops like if that's like two and one right there that is and then you get the gum that's a double one forever it is yeah now, see the one thing that i hate about gum is when it's losing its flavor and you're just like ugh, like I'm one of those gross people who keep chewing it. Oh my god, how do you do that? I don't know. Ugh. I just keep I I maybe that, it was a nervous that's tick. Be, I always like to chew gum. That has to be an unnatural talent. Just you know, you're <laughs> able to withstand gum after it loses its flavor. Yeah, I should put that on my resume. Definitely. That's a skill more people need. And uh Devora said Reese's. Those are good too. Reese's cups? Reese's cups. Well, I'm guessing cups cuz well, I love Reese's Cups. Me too. That, that's like a... Yeah. They are really good. Yeah. Those are good candies. I'd agree with everybody on this list. They're, they're all pretty good candies. Like, they're they're in my top things that I look for in my Halloween bag, you know? Yeah. Uh, except for candy corn. But, Mary Helen, I know who to send all my candy corn to now. Everybody send it to Mary Helen. She would really yeah. appreciate it. Please, everybody, if you don't like... If you can't get rid of your candy corn fast enough please send it to mary helen we will be posting her address in our <laughs> in description, description below <laughs> so thank you uh, but now the more interesting question <laughs> that i think was a unanimous decision <laughs> was what is the worst halloween candy to which i think everybody said candy corn <laughs> yeah except for you you did say tootsie rolls now that I'm curious about. I don't like Tootsie Rolls. Really? And I, what, I, I what know happened? it's an, I know it's a, an unpopular thing, but yeah, I, I just hate Tootsie Rolls. I don't like hard Tootsie Rolls, but you have to kind of like, you know, it's like taffy in that sense. It's always hard. It's like chocolate taffy if you think about it. Which is why I hate it. 
It's, you don't you don't like taffy either, like laffy taffy. I like laffy taffy. I don't want because my it's... chocolate taffy. Oh, okay, all right. I, I guess that's. And I hate that... tootsie pops too. I just don't like the tootsie. Oh, oh, okay. That's if that's how we're gonna be. All right. <laughs> yeah. Do you like tootsie I don't pops? Like th- I love tootsie pops. Actually. I really do. Ugh. So just swing them over. If anybody in the audience hates tootsie rolls, uh, you can forward them to the other address. In the description, <laughs> and uh, I would greatly thank you for that. Yeah, if anybody has any extra Tootsie Rolls, pass them to me. I will dispose of them the proper way. By feeding them into Sal's mouth. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, further into, the, into the eternal flame. Nice. Which is my belly. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I think that was uh, pretty much it for... Oh, well, we have one more question. And it was, which Lego computer were you? This was a strange one. I didn't really get it. It was. It was a bit different. But it's it's for our Lego fanatics out there. Because how many people... I, I don't know how... You know, everybody had a different experience with Legos, you know? I... I the way I did this was I went by, like, which computer I remember from my youth. And I remember that little one oh. with, the, uh, with the little airplane in it. Which Lego set do you remember the most from growing up? It was a Star Wars Lego set. Which one? Um, I think it was um, Little Anakin's uh, yellow uh, starship. Little jet. Oh. Lighter. Oh, that was cool. I never got that one. Mine was actually the Lego Star Wars Pod Racer set. Pod Racers. We had that as well. Yeah. Yeah. That That was my favorite one. That was good. Oh, also, on our Instagram now, I added this highlights... Uh, tab where any questions that we put up uh, will be there forever in case you guys ever want to take a look at it um so feel free to check that out and i'm also going to put a highlights one for any answers that are posted so you guys can you know give those a look too cool yeah so follow along with us when we review back in the podcast Mm -hmm. uh questions so so for the lego one um there's six different computers that you could be there's a size coding one a shape coding one, color coding one, a texture coding one, a position coding one, and an operation coding one. Um, I believe Belen said, looks like the operation coding, but functions like the color coding. So I think it's another one, because I know there, there were definitely more uh, Lego computers than I posted, uh-huh. but that's like a lot of a bigger list. So I could imagine which one she's talking about, which I'd like that one too. Um, I believe you said... I said shape coding, I think was the name of it. Yeah. But like, I don't know coding. why it was called shape coding. Is that just the name of it? I guess. I mean, I guess that's what they labeled it as. So I was like, all right, cool. We'll go with and it. And then I went with color coding. Color coding was one of my favorite, mainly because it was a lot of green. So I, uh, yeah, I know. I, I like the look of color. <laughs> yeah, coding. that's what it was. It's but that classic. wasn't me. Yeah. I remember all of these though. They were good. But yeah. Good questions. Yeah. And stay tuned for Out of Touch Thursdays because there's going to be more of those. We're out of touch. Touch. We're out of time. We post on, on Thursdays. What a great time. Exactly. That's why I post them on there. We're always out of touch. Exactly. <laughs> are, am I out of touch? No, it is the children who are out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. So, well, I hope you have some some spooky things to watch this month i mean this episode is going to come out at the end of october but that's still okay that's good you know you guys you guys will hopefully like a little bit parts of this if not it's cool whatever yeah if, if anything this was this was a treat or it was a trick 
and we hope that you tricked on the treat. Amen. You know what? We should start a service called um, Trick or Treating Incorporated. What do we do? We full on carry out what it was intended to be. The true meaning of Halloween. It's either you get tricked or you get the treat. And if you don't get about treats, you get tricked. You get tricked. Yeah, like your house is getting fucked up. Burned down. (laughs) We are going out with pyrotechnics to every house that does not participate. That's actually the true meaning of Halloween. That's fair. Well, except for this... For this year, we're letting everybody go because of, you know, you of know the okay, pandemic. All right. All right. We'll, we'll let them off the hook this year. But next year. But we'll, we'll give the warnings. Yeah. We'll yeah. let people know what's you happening. You have one year time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode of the Chris and Sal Show. And um, mm-hmm. thank you to Lit Match. Yeah. Thank you for having us on the network. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also, yeah. shout out to our podcast neighbors on the same network. Um, and thank you to, uh, basement alien for everything. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much. And thank you guys, the listeners for tuning in another time for another episode. And honestly, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Yeah. And let us know what you guys are going to dress up this Halloween or if you're not, or if you want to come trick or treating with me and Chris, or if you want to come to a party with me and Chris, maybe we can have like a, yeah, a virtual party. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to dress up or not. It should, everybody should bring a trick. Or a treat. No treats this time around. What if I'm the treat? What if I dress up as a treat? That'll be a trick for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. That's the attitude. <laughs> All right. Okay. Perfect. Let's until next let's time. Let's go guys. then. Bye. Bye. Salon mother. What is it? Motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Salon. Salon motherfuckers. <laughs> Salon, Mother Christers. <laughs> <laughs>